Hey, all you boppers out there. <laughs> oh, no. I got a podcast for you coming at you hot. This one's called Warm Ups. When we're done warming up and we're, we can actually make a real podcast, we'll change the name. You dig? All right, so this time, today we got to do an agenda, okay? We got, oh, and we have a special guest. I should put that uh, up first and foremost, that uh, James' good friend, Phil is here. Say hello. Hi. Full disclaimer, I don't really know this guy. He just kind of walked into Tim's apartment. Yeah, the, so we have an open door policy. <laughs> hey, that's how I found my uh, current girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right, Janice? <laughs> yeah, baby, that's right. What if I just... <laughs> so, and today's special guest is, uh, is Phil. Say hi, Phil. Hi! <laughs> Woo! Wow! Ow! Coming after you on the bay, baby! It's Phil Rockahari live! <laughs> it's alive! I love how you're just like a wake now. Woo! <laughs> Tim's neighbors are gonna fucking hate us! Can you knock on that door? Well, oh, who the fuck are they gonna do? Fucking kick all of our asses? <laughs> You're right. You know, I don't think anyone in the building. Have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> no one could take on all three, so you have a point. Now, uh, I'm looking at our agenda. I've got to make you coffee, so the first first item on the agenda is coffee time. Yeah. And that's that's a low impact sort of a segment where where I don't. Oh, are we NPR? Yeah. Where I just can't really control you guys is all I'm saying. So. Yeah. I'm just sort of out of the uh, out of the loop. Uh, after that, uh, we're gonna ask, uh, "What did you watch last night?" Because you guys, you guys watch movies. We watched the cult classic Two Girls One Cup. Save it for the segment. Okay. It hasn't started yet. Uh, then after that, J games with James or James with games, whatever you prefer. James with Two Girls and One Cup. <laughs> well, we're gonna keep elaborating. We're gonna work on this. Uh, the vampire, as of yet, untitled vampire project, and we got some fresh, some fresh young blood for the ideas. Oh, hey, who oh. you call a young blood? I punk? see what you did there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> After that, uh, <laughs> we got we got a, a little segment I like to call in oh, concert. Stop balls. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do live, kid. Nonstop. On the hour, for the hour. God, <laughs> stop, dick and bitch. Okay, it's gonna throw out something. What? Fucking <laughs> fucks. In concert with James and Phil, because they love to go to concerts. I mean, I do love a good concert. Um, do you count a donkey show as a concert? Of course. All right. What well, what business? What about the crazy horse? I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a slaughterhouse, <laughs> also known as a. <laughs> I like how Joe referred to that as a slaughterhouse. <laughs> it's a strip club. <laughs> but, um, but the uh, Irish guy who gets coffee from us a lot, the one um, with all the tattoos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That has um, a nose, but it has like all these veins on it. Have you seen his yeah. nose? Whoa. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Let's yeah, talk about that food. for a second. Hold on. Hopefully, <laughs> Joe is like, why the, the podcast? podcast? 
What's up with his nose, man? <laughs> he's, he's gonna kick your ass, Phil. <laughs> he's like, oh, you like talking about my nose, do you? <laughs> hey, no, only I'm able to make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't know anything about a fucking Irish accent now, do you, laddie? <laughs> Sounds more Scottish. Scottish now? You're a perturbed <laughs> <laughs> Is this your phone, James? Yeah. Yeah. Unlock to see sensitive notification. <laughs> why does your phone say that? Why does it make me feel like I'm going to open your phone, phone and see a porno? <laughs> oh, you do have a pin. Let's see. Ten I mean, bucks, it's his birthday. <laughs> What's my birthday? Or your birth year. <laughs> I was supposed to say, pal. What is... What? 1990... What is it? 1995? 96? No. 1998. <laughs> no. 2000. 2019. <laughs> my favorite year, bro. Uh, All right. Well, oh, I locked you out. So it's going to take 30 minutes for you to... And for the record, the last segment is free write, which we'll see if I even feel like doing. Because I'm probably the only one with, uh, with a little uh, thing to read, read uh, for the class. Oh, I thought you were going to say I'm the only one with uh, any smarts around here. I'm the only one with brains. Yeah, you idiots. We're going we're gonna to catch him. I'd catch him if it wasn't for you. Uh, oh. He's got the brain. You've got the brains. You've got the brains. Well, I've, got, uh, I've, I've got the charisma. Let's the make dick. lots of money. <laughs> Is my cock big enough? Is my brain small enough for you to make, make me a star? star? Oh shit, Tim, you know, you know he, Kennedy's. Only that one, as oh. far as I can. We're a regular King Ghidorah the over star here. star quarterback. Lies injured, unconscious on the football field. No, wait, I can show you what the landlord's here to visit. We're playing just go down below. He said I'll double in the rent in the apartment's go down. You're gonna help me buy City Hall. I haven't showed you lunch to the landlord. That sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, the coffee is filtering, and I think party all night and we'll party some more. Okay, now we're just gonna see Ted Kennedy's. No, because now it's time for what did you watch last night? And if we get off topic, there will be consequences. Throw something at us. Yeah, I know where everything is in this house. Well, we have shit to throw at you, too. Yeah. <laughs> Take this pillow, for instance. No, I'd throw a foot. <laughs> <laughs> Learning hurts, doesn't it? He is near uh, all the books. <laughs> um, what did we watch? Aside from Two Girls, One Cup, we watched... Um, um, we As Titans 3. <laughs> Overdrive. Backdoor Slits 9. <laughs> 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 we watched... Um, what about Attack of... That's it, it's just Attack of... Attack of dot dot dot. That's yeah. the hottest porn I've ever watched. Yeah, it's hot. Uh, right behind Schindler's Fist. <laughs> um, also right behind uh, 
shaving Ryan's privates. And then, uh, you know, this is also Harry's water. Eh, also okay. A little too hairy for me. Um. Final Fantasy Advent Children. That is what you watched? No. Okay. <laughs> That's a porn? Yeah, dude. Okay. It's hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, um, what did we watch? Okay, we let's watched... talk about Night of the Comets. Or, Night of the Comet. We watched fucking half of it. I know. And, uh, well... What did we get within that, that half? That was my review of Night of the Comet. Okay, Comments. first off, I like how it started. It's pretty cool. It had a love charm. Uh, very 80s. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. It just the fucking main girl. Oh, she was so <laughs> just gonna, just gonna, you know, let that slide right there. But no, I mean, you know, I just, it, it was like so boring. It got, got boring. <laughs> oh, yeah. She yeah, went, she did. Bow! Yeah, uh, the stepmom. It's talking about love! The sister's like, oh, like, it's like a delayed 80s response. And Dude, then, uh, she took that fist. And then she fucking slaps the stepmom back. And then the stepmom has the delayed 80s response. But then when she does respond, she just responds with a fucking hook to the jaw and just knocks her out. She slammed her fist in that little girl's face so hard <laughs> that, that little, she heard Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne saying, Revolution in their eyes. What else did we get from the movie? Um, I mean, we got like three zombies. But two of them were dream zombies. I know. Yeah. That sounds like a cop out. And I don't it was know. It's really funny, too. The zombies were cops. The dream yeah. zombies were cops. Now, I mean, it's essentially like really good i've heard rumors like hey you know you should check this out but if it was really that i'm gonna when i go back better. home i'm gonna finish watching the last 30 minutes and see what <sighs> what it's all about but um Let's try and watch a toxic adventure as well oh dude that yeah, was fucking bills all like oh, watch yeah let me movie. tell you let me describe toxic avenger that's like a pimple a really fat no yeah like a really infected pimple on your face and you just pop it. The pus is just oozing down your your mouth, and you taste it. That's Toxic Avenger. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> Should work for the New York Times. Good well, review. It, just watching it, I felt like I was getting. He works for the New York Slime. Yeah, <laughs> parody. Oh. I like it. I I just I felt like I was gonna get like catch something just watching it, dude. Well, that's I was gonna the catch an HIV. Movie. It like is basically a parody of um, the '80s B movie. It's like it, it's pretty self-aware. Is it? Yeah. Is this pre-James Gunn? When did he get his start in trauma films? Never mind. Oh no! This movie came out like '84, maybe. Well, anyways, we decided to skip it. <laughs> Even you though... decided to skip it, Phil. Okay, I decided to skip it. The kills in that movie are awesome. Okay, well... You, sh you, uh, you should have waited. Well, what did we watch after that? We watched the second half of Shaun of the Dead. No. You're forgetting one film that we watched. Stigma! 
side of the demons. Oh my god, you're so happy about that. So fuck you. <laughs> okay. Well, they put a I don't know any Latin. I can't even pretend. But yes, we watched the film Night of the Demons. And, um... One of my favorite cheesy, like... One of my favorite 80s horror movies that were, uh... Not so subtle knockoff of the Evil Dead. Hmm. Um. Yeah. It's about ten teenagers. Mm-hmm. Oh, an ensemble cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it was. It was. I really enjoyed that film. It was pretty freaking sick. Anyways, go on, go on. It's about ten teens who go to a uh, party in like an abandoned funeral home. Yeah, dude. Um, I was there. Yeah, brother. Brother. Let me tell you something. I was there back in uh, 19... Smart cigarette. 83. <laughs> yeah. Baby. <laughs> uh, I think it took place in the later 80s, like 86 or 87. Uh, don't worry, Tim can edit out these words. But yeah, no, it was... Uh, uh, but um, Some people so in my high school, dude, we went over to this shack and, you know... It, it was that one like hot goth chick who was there and she was like oh yeah we should like mess around with demons and I was like oh alright fine you know, <laughs> yeah, like, all right, baby. <laughs> you know uh, I, I mean she's probably in there right, kinky demons, mama. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, <laughs> it's like alright you know it's cool then uh, all the shit started hitting the fan you know there's some weird shit people start getting possessed and I'm like whoa what's going on and then next thing I realized oh wait it was all a dream. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, okay, so the movie is about uh, these ten teenagers who go hang out at this like abandoned funeral parlor, and uh, uh, this girl orchestrates it. She's like this really stereotypically eighties goth lady. So my deal to it. I know. So I'm just. Uh, um, I remember watching on TV. Like, don't say this is a, a boys' club or that we're somehow insensitive to. Go uh, on. I saw this movie closer to ten years ago, and um, and I gotta say, I remember. Uh, you remember what? I just remember the scene where she does yeah? the dance uh, for this. She like does this like crazy like gothic dance where she like contorts her body and it's all spinning around, and during it. The song Stigmata Martyr by Bauhaus is playing, and I fell in love ever since. <laughs> I was a huge goth in high school, for those of you who didn't know. Those of you who watched the show and went to high school with me, you probably, you probably already did know. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a cheese fest. Um, I think... The whole thing starts by um, them finding a really big ass mirror to look at them. They all get in and they say, oh, if we do the seance together, we could see what we look like when we die or something, like our future selves. And then they do it and the demon comes out of the mirror and starts possessing them one by one. It just looks like them now. And then they die. <laughs> it looks like them. Ten years after cocaine abuse. <laughs> because this is the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta start keeping a little IMDB list of every movie we bring up. It'll be fun to look at in a year. Well, I mean, it's, it's gonna be the same fucking movies that I talk... Well, no. 
I like to watch new movies. Um, Phil and I, uh, we kind of just go to, we frequently go to like the the three spots: Goodwill, Rasputin, or Amoeba, and then we uh, just buy movies and we add them to our collection. That's the life. And when uh, the big corporations that rule our lives collapse, mostly uh, because of us, uh, we'll have all the physical media, and we won't have to rely on streaming. Tim said it best, guys. <laughs> Nothing lasts forever, especially global capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that brings us to our next segment. Ending global capitalism. <laughs> um. Oh, this is a game I really want to play. Um, Dragon Quest Four. Is that SNES? Uh, yes, but they also did a remake on the game on the DS, mm -hmm. which is just like the Resident Evil. Well, I mean, it's not like the Resident, but I'm just saying it's a remake where, like, the remake was was perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's it's just it's really good. So now it's best to play the remake. Like, you know, Resident Evil, yeah. like the original is still good, but the remake, but the remake is, is so much better. Uh. Yeah. Well, Tim's never played the original Resident Evil. We mm -mm. just played the remake. <sighs> Oof. It's... Jill, no. Don't open that door. <laughs> Chris. Well. Where's Chris? <laughs> now let's talk, let's talk. James with games, games with James. James with names. You, uh, you're an informer, you know? You, uh... Informant. Yeah, yeah. You, you give us... I'm, uh, I'm deep covered this whole time. You give us names, and we put them on the blacklist. Oh, shitty games? No, just names. Names of people you're, uh, you're fingering. I thought I'm currently fingering right now? Yeah, who are you currently fingering, and can we put them on the blacklist? Dude... <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, uh, the first person that I'm fingering is uh, our manager. I uh, can't say his name, but it rhymes with uh, Salon. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Salon. Don't worry, folks. We're just kidding around. You're not on my finger bang list. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You just tune it in, Phil? <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Bang, so, bang, bang. For those of you who don't care, because I bet, like, what, we probably have two downloads on the first episode, we did a pretty good job uh, coming up with a game we'd like to make. It's uh, an untitled vampire project. The idea is that you've got a sort of uh, open town for the first half of the game. You... Um, try to figure out, investigate uh, attacks. You, you learn that there's a vampire. The back half of the game is more of a straight survival horror. Oh yeah, so, okay, so how I was thinking about it is, um, oh, I don't know. There's this game that I liked when it came out, but it has a lot of mixed reviews. Um, it's this game that is called Life is strange. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, people, uh, I think I've mostly hung around people who are more positive about it. Yeah, the people I hung around were just like, 
Oh, I'm playing this stupid high school chick fucking talking about her problems and shit. I got problems. I'm gonna kill shit. That's uh <laughs> That's where I'm at. I couldn't I couldn't stand Life is Strange, man. I couldn't It's not for me. See, okay, I didn't want it to be like I got a shit ton of problems, I just gotta kill shit, man. <laughs> See? Yeah. Um, and this is before I met Phil. <laughs> so, okay. I wanted it to be... I wouldn't say, like... Okay. I'm not... My, my, my main character's not going to be able to rewind time. To me, that defanged a lot of the video game. Mm-hmm. I'm like... I know later on you can't go back as much, but like for the, like the fucking first half of the game, you're just like, oh, I didn't want to do it. I guess I'll just rewind time. And I was like, this isn't fucking Prince of Persia. It's a save scumming game. Like, um, anyway, I wanted it to be... I was relating it to that as in, like, I wanted the first half to have conflict, obviously. Like, every video game should have conflict. However, I don't want the conflict to be as intense as the second half of the game would be. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, maybe the first half has like, maybe um, you're trying to look for your friend or something or like trying to invest and then uh, maybe you like piss somebody off or come across like an angry tweaker or a drunk bum, you know, I don't want the vampires to be just introduced until like later on in the game. I think it can be done. I mean, I think just given uh, games out in the world, in the meta-narrative of it all, people will probably have to be familiar that it is a vampire game. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I see what you're saying. Phil didn't like my From Dust Till Dawn idea. <laughs> Where the vampires just come in halfway through the game. And I was like, okay, I understand. So I tried to edit... I wrote a shit ton of... Uh, down about it, um, but I haven't even gotten to the vampires yet. I've just been developing the characters. That's okay. Um, so I guess uh, I I named the main character Tim. <laughs> Thank you. Tim is uh, Tim goes to high school, um, and Tim isn't really like the most popular of people. But he doesn't really care about that, you know? He lives that punk rock lifestyle. Uh, he, uh, Tim is in... I think what I wrote down is, like, um, he, like, goes out and plays music, and, uh, but he hasn't got a gig yet. Um, and we, the first level is basically just, like, character development, you know, you don't really do too much, um, and then play a gig, but, uh, the guitar player to your, the music group is, like, MIA, and that's kind of where the game starts, because at first you think he's just being a flake, but then, like, a week goes by, and, uh, still, you still haven't heard from him. And so that's when you, like, start trying to search the town. That's when the town is more open, right? When you try to, like, just search for clues, you know? Um, 
and investigate, like, yada, da da da. Um, yeah, that's where, uh, that's where I'm at so far. Uh, I think it is interesting. There will be a lot of ways to take, like, uh, just what mechanic sort of rules the first half of the game. We could look at Persona, which has been described as a high school simulator. Oh. I like, I'll look into... I played Persona, but continue. Well, it's a, it's a dating sim. Yeah. Um, mixed in with, uh, you know, dungeon crawling. That's, that's always been the charm. Don't get me started with the Shimagami Tensei series because that's my jam. Ah. But not Persona 1. That, be, well, I mean, you can, but the best one to actually really get, get into, Persona 2. Yeah. yeah. Where have I been all this life? I've just been playing the Persona games. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> well, no, dude. Um, Persona 2, man. And um, I would say finding the, um, like, Oh man! Oh, if you guys decided to do that, that would be rad because those games were just so good. What? Mm. The, it's still talking Persona Two? Huh? Which one are you talking now? Persona Two. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I bet it's on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, but like, it's um. So when it got localized over here, um, it's kind of like a different version. Mm. Well, that's that's just the one on the PlayStation One. Now for the PSP, you know, um, I don't know how to describe it, man. It's just like the one that came out in Japan was like another version of it. Well, anyways, there's like two versions of the game essentially. That's one is- what I've been told. I now I haven't really um, I haven't beaten it, but um, what I played of it was pretty sick, and I have it downloaded on my PlayStation. So, nice. Yeah, and it's like, it's the Japanese one, but I mean fan translation. So, but oh my good, sorry. <laughs> Give me the cut in. Uh, let me drink no, some no, no, coffee. Stop it! Stop it! That's the whole reason why you're in here. Stop it! To just barge in to the conversation. Um. Well. Um. I want it to get, like, Resident evil you know? Well, too bad. But not until later on in the game. Mm-mm. I want there to be character development first. Boo. I want there to be, like, a world building. Boo. <laughs> I think one of the big questions we're going to oh, face... God, I just want to kill shit, bro. <laughs> Metacritic 60, where it's like, this game did not have enough killing. You spend half the game on shit I don't fucking care no, about. this is how it goes. It's all just this faggy shit, bro. There's no titties. Yeah, yeah. There's no death. <laughs> Metacritic, it's like, 4 out of 10. Amazon reviews, 2 out of, like, 5 stars. IGN is like... 10 out of 10. <laughs> I like how my, um, my default for a bad Metacritic score was 60, because you can't score lower than 5. Like, 5 is 0. Really? I don't know. I mean, it's like what he was saying. Uh, any big gaming site will not rate you lower than 5. It's really a 5 to 10 scale. Why? Because we're too nice. 
We because we get we, these sites only operate with the money and the Hold favor on. of the publishers. I beg to differ. Mm-hmm. There are some games that are lower than a five. Do tell. Well, Sonic 06. Okay. Oh. And then uh, another one is a game called Fragile Dreams. Now, hmm. that's on the Wii. And that is one of my favorite games on the Wii. Because it's a, it's just such a good game. But What's the yeah, genre? It is survival. But it's also... Um, it's like a little survival horror. Um, and I, I guess it was more geared towards like... You know, um, it's like a soft, you know, survival horror, but still, like, it was pretty damn good. I I enjoyed it. Uh, the story that had um, the little cast of characters. It's a very sad game, though, and it's on the Wii. <laughs> you know, um, it's that's one of the hidden gems of of the Wii. Um, that uh, game called Blast Story. Um, you also have, um, I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles. Everybody knows that, um, which is great. If you haven't played that, you should definitely Xenoblade Chronicles. Now they released uh, the new one on the the Switch, and I haven't been able to get into it. It's just not my, you know. XB two. <laughs> yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles two. Oh man, it's just. Uh... Well, I think more games should have um, your weapons personified as anime girls, so. Yeah, I heard they, like, outsourced it. <laughs> and so, like, a bunch of, like, artists were like, hell yeah, <laughs> time to put some big titty chicks in here. <laughs> and they're wearing strings, and that's, like, 100 plus armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how I want my game to be. No, but um, another one is No More Heroes. Oh, yeah. uh, great game. Have you guys ever played No More Heroes? Hello. Yeah, What's I up? No More Heroes for the Wii. I haven't I also had... played um, the other game he put out for the Wii. Um, 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 Platinum? Um, Mad World. Mad World. I played Mad World. Well, that's not by Suda51. Really? Yeah, No More Heroes is by Suda51. Mad World? I don't, I don't believe so. Oh, it's Grasshopper and Platinum. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, Grasshopper. It's, yeah. Okay, never mind. Fair. Fair game. Okay. Um, well, damn, you played No More Heroes. I don't have say. the Wii. <laughs> I have one. Problem solved. Yes. Um, if you want to go ahead and play some No More Heroes, that'd be great. Because the first one's great. Uh, the second one, I also really enjoyed the second one. A lot of people didn't think it was as strong as the first, but I really enjoyed it. And um, I picked up kind of the, uh, it's it's kind of like a knockoff of the series. It's still made by the same director. The Switch game. Yeah, on the Switch. Mm. It's Travis Strikes Again. Um, it's very simple. I can see why a lot of people hated it, but I had a pretty... I'm, been having a pretty damn good time with it. Um, Gamers tend to love or hate things. There are not, not a lot of uh, yeah. complex feelings on these issues. Yeah. It's either love it or hate it. Same with movies. You love it or hate it. That's it. And um, I don't know. I can't wait for No More Heroes 3. I, 
can't wait to see what they're doing. I'm trying to play through Killer Seven. Oh, that's a game I'm trying. To oldie. Play. Yeah. But and there's another game that came out on the PS3 that he did that I never played, and it's called uh, Shadows of the Damned. I've heard of it. Yeah. The yeah. one with the talking gun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Needing to play that, but sounds pretty. These are all things we could do for uh, Twitch or uh, Let's Play. I because I don't play games if they're not uh, you know for the for that sweet uh, views. Oh, I see. <laughs> you're you're uh, that type of guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Y'all are on your phones. So I was just going to say that uh, I think the big challenge is going to be what tone we end up striking. Because I think it can either be uh, sort of deadly serious or campy. Because I I just, I want, if you want to do a real survival horror at the end, I think how we handle the first half of the game is going to play a big part in that. Well, I wanted to have a fucking 80s vampire film vibe. Okay, okay. Um... So, like, some campy and some serious. You know, like, um... Fright Night. Okay. Um, I, uh, love me some Fright Night. Uh, it's got some camp, but it's also got some serious tone. Like, but it's it doesn't take itself too seriously. Like, the main vampire's name is Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, there's like, there, it does get serious, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I don't know, the way I was writing it was, uh, uh, I, uh, also nothing like is concrete, but I have said that it takes place of. Santa Carla, which is the town the Lost Boys takes place in. So, Santa Cruz. No, Santa Carla. Right, Santa Carla. Santa Cruz. We can try to strike that balance. I think, I've been, I gotta actually look into mechanics of, like, survival horror. Because I figure, as long as it's high pressure, like, kind of a, you're in a one-hit-down have to escape, have to keep moving. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to feel like a hard horror aesthetic. Yeah. It's mostly the pressure that seems to... I'm thinking the latter half could, like... Not... Uh, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have to change with the mechanics too much, but... Uh, but... I have it, like, some more gameplay to, like, games like Outlast. Yeah. Like, um, if Evil Within, where there's, like, hiding mechanics, like, you know, like, uh... But I don't know. Um, and I think, uh, like I said, the more you prep, or like the better you do throughout uh, the first half of the game, is depending on how easier the second half will be or not. I might be setting myself up, like it's probably gonna be too much work. It'll be easier to do one protagonist kind of with uh, no NPCs to manage except for the enemies. But I was thinking about uh, an interesting dynamic between the two halves might be there are more people sort of with you in the back half that you also have to help protect. Like, you just kind of have to... Like some, like, uh, like, Resident Evil Outbreak, like, uh... Like, just some, uh... 
some like some NPCs that uh, follow you and they help, but they're not the smartest of NPCs in the world. Some way to say that what you did in the first half gives you like you know these relationships or you know th this help in the second half, but also some sort of stakes that say like you know these people are gonna die without your help. I don't know. Maybe just some way to simply give them commands and risk their lives. Yeah. Well, have you ever played the video game Until Dawn? No, that's the the cinematic uh, choice making game. Yeah, which which we found out yesterday was not made by um. Insomniac? Uh, no, no, no. Um, French. Uh... Oh, Quantic. Dr no, they would. They didn't make that. Uh, but it feels <laughs> like a Quantic Dreams video game. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that game. There's not a set protagonist. Um, it like bounces around between uh, uh, a group of teenagers and like depending on your decisions or depending on like if a character's gonna die or not. Um, Can I butt in? Yeah. I like the idea and it would probably be sort of technically cheaper to only play as one person at a time, but just have this sense of bouncing between them. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like maybe the latter half of the game, you bounce between characters. Treat it a little bit like a lives system, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um, that could be cool, like, uh, if you do have, are able to get, yeah, maybe if you're able to get, like, uh, more people to come with you and to, like, do battle, basically, uh, the latter half could turn to, like, a live system game, like, um, if uh, you do have a character that does die, it jumps to, like, another character. Sets you back a few rooms. Yeah. And but now you know what to do this time. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> well, if there's anything else we want to add, otherwise we could maybe wrap it up with uh, in concert with uh, James and Phil. Um, the music in the game. Yeah. I want to do original music, like. Uh... I've, I've just been listening to, like, a bunch of, like, of the cramps and, like, Bauhaus and just your typical 80s gothic, uh, like, death rocky type of music, like, Christian death, um, and I want to get a team together, like, uh, me, our friend uh, Andreas, Phil, uh, Maybe a <laughs> friend of Spasia, uh, and just kind of maybe pump out like a couple songs that we can use throughout the game, uh, so you know we don't get sued by anybody. Oh, couple songs, eh? And <laughs> 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 this is when Phil plugs his band. <laughs> Make sure to follow Rockahari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, something like that. Um, I did say I I don't know if I said this in this episode or the last episode, but I was thinking that the main character could be in like a rock band, 
Um, oh, rock band, eh? No. <laughs> 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 um, I wanted a like a like in a, the open town. I wanted a. Um, this is be another call to the Lost Boys. Um, the um, what should we call it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, the, the piers, like, um, the boardwalk. Mm. However, I want the boardwalk to not be, you know, have you seen Lost Boys, right? No, I haven't seen um, it. Well, the boardwalk is, like, a really popping place in that movie. With the really buff guy in the sacks and uh, all the teens showing up to, like, party and dance. I don't want it to be like that. I want the boardwalk to just be, like, run down and, like, just, like, grimy, like, bands play there and grimy people show up. Um, it's a real, like, not fun place to be at nowadays. Um, it's, like, a real spooky place. And uh, maybe we could even introduce one of the vampires uh, through, like, a that area. Um, but yeah, I wanted to like, I was picturing that and then picturing, um, like a variety store, uh, <laughs> that, that you could also just try to pick up information. Like they'd have like books, but they also sell like records and DVDs there. I was thinking of calling that place Sunset Retro. <laughs> Call out to our, our publisher who's yeah. sitting in with us. Sunset Retro, open 9 to 10 on the weekdays. Close Saturdays, open Sundays. Open <laughs> weekdays till 8, Saturdays and Sundays till 5. Support your local game store. <laughs> um, yeah, just something like that. Because um, in, in like... You normally in the '80s vampire movies, there's always the character who's like a uh, horror nerd who is like, "Oh yeah, you gotta kill the vampires this way because I watch a lot of movies." And in the Lost Boys, it's the Frog Brothers, and they always hang out at that comic shop. And I'm thinking, we could do something. They work at that comic shop. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do work at the comic shop. Now the movie makes sense to you. <laughs> Uh, Beaver Town. Yeah, I haven't seen The Lost Boys in a super long time. Uh, and I was thinking about, yeah, dude, it's similar to that. Um, I don't know. And we got our sound, '80s goth. '80s, yeah, like death rock, but like also um, maybe some like post punk. Some like synthy tracks, you know. Ooh. Um, yeah, you know, you should definitely add to the game, like a storyline. Like, have you ever watched The Hills? Mm -hmm. Fuck Laguna you. Beach. <laughs> All right. Have you seen the show Sixteen and Pregnant? I got the No, no, better. <laughs> have you ever seen the show Next? You know what? You ah! <laughs> Dude, why'd you roll up your <laughs> So it gives me a lot more leverage to kick. 
it, it makes oh. me aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. Um, I would read what I have, but it's really stupid. <laughs> See, this is what makes me want to save my free right for when it's just us. I'm done. Um, no, it's okay. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, ooh! Pick that up! No. So, you're not my mom. Phyllis. Hey, baby. <laughs> How was your day at school? I packed you some extra lunch for tomorrow. Oh, man. <sighs> okay. Uh, so, we talk about the music, uh, the plot. Uh, vaguely, <laughs> vaguely talks about the plot. Uh, yeah. Dude, it's just like a George Romero. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, no, it wasn't George Romero. It's how it's like Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> you know what, you mother. Oh, oh, oh! That's it. It's like a Robert Rodriguez. So. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let me let me supply some context. We were watching um, a film, Planet Terror, and um, uh, you know, I do it out of love. I do it out of love. I'm making myself another drink. <laughs> <laughs> and um, while watching Planet Terror, every five seconds, James would be like, "Oh, it wasn't yeah, five seconds." Yes, this was okay. All right, all right. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is predictable." Okay, this is predictable. It's Robert Rodriguez film. It's a Robert Rodriguez film. <laughs> it started to piss them off. It just became an ongoing joke to now. Anytime we watch a film, we'd be like, oh yeah, this is typical Robert Rodriguez style of filming. And um, yeah, it's just, it's good. It's good. It's a good laugh. And uh, yep, Robert Rodriguez, you know, rest in peace. He's not dead. <laughs> Well, his career might be. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Typical Robert Rodriguez. No, actually, have you seen Alita Battle Angel? I'd like to. That is a film. Okay, when it first came out, people were doing... Ow! <laughs> Ow! Why'd you hit him with a frozen pizza? You pizza monster. <laughs> what are you, fucking raised by wolves? Yeah. <laughs> well, then, uh, there we go. Would you like me to preheat the oven? Yeah. Tim's like, would you like me to make your death slow? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, a little battle angel. Now, we'll go Alito. back to movie. A little. A little. A little. A little. No, battle um, angel. Well done, Phil. Well done. Um, He's off mic, so don't worry. It's not a problem. <laughs> Just saying, um, I was really surprised when I saw the trailer. This, the huge thing was, oh my god, like, they took an actress and then, like, did CGI to her eyes. And it was just, but... And took a few cracks at it, I might add. Because yeah. he's uh, between, like, two or three trailers. And they kept yeah. uh, touching it up. Yeah, and, um, I mean, it was, it was hilarious, actually. And, you know, I went into the film being like, oh my god, you know, this is going to be hilarious. Um, Smash cut two. You're walking out of the theater. Walking out of the theater, I was like, holy shit. 
I want more. Like, it was just a fantastic film. Um, I just, I don't want to spoil it, but man, it's just the action in the film is just fantastic. Um, it's got a really good pace. Uh, it just keeps you going and it just like you're in for a ride and that's that's what I like in a film you know um, another thing is character development was just fantastic uh, when looking at Lita and seeing all the CGI um, you get used to it and it also makes sense I mean you know she's like she, you know she's uh, that's she's a robot man-made. yeah exactly she's man-made um, and uh, what's his name um, German guy from the movie oh my god from Inglorious Bastards, that guy. The um, Nazi. Yeah. Him. <laughs> he false? Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I mean, oh Is my god. Is that movie? Yeah. Yeah. He's the um, doctor. Yep. Doctor. He makes... Oh, no, he doesn't... He finds Alita. finds her in the pile just of garbage. Great, I will just say great bounty hunting action. Mm. It's just Sounds chock bad. full of it. And it's like... You know, they do it right in like a whole, you know, I, I mean, it's based off the manga, which came out, I would say the 80s. That's what Something it feels like, like. Or like probably 90s. But the thing I always like is they give you a wide variety of cast of like, um, of villains. And I like that. I don't like there to just be like one. I like to be like multiple people that, you know, um, protagonist goes up against. And that movie just has that. So it's mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, you're getting all, um, it doesn't really feel like you're, you're eating the, the same thing throughout the film. It's little pieces of variety. And that's what I love within video games, within film, is just variety of um, characters, you know, um, a variety of uh, locations. I hate it when I especially play a game or watch a film and it's the same location, you know? Like, meaning the same location as in like, it's a film, but the whole entire film, you're in a warehouse, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like. Dogville? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, just going to Star Wars, that's why like, um, I've always really like enjoyed those films because they always took you to different places. Empire. You're talking about the prequels, right? I assume. Oh, dude, the prequels. I love the prequels. Bounty hunting what, action. I don't. Episode two. I don't care what anybody says. No, fuck you. <laughs> okay. I don't care. All right. If um, you know, uh, George, um, George Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, he just ripped. You know. A page out from John Carter from Mars <laughs> into uh, the Clone Wars, you know, during that fight scene. and mm. I don't care. That was a great film. I mean, like, okay. Yes, it has, you know. Okay. A couple of months ago, I rewatched the uh, the prequels, mm-hmm. right? And yes, there are scenes that are just like, oh my God, especially Clone Wars with Anakin. The whole sand monologue. You know, it's just, it's, it's notorious, but, um, it's just, uh, with the bad, there was also a lot of good. I'm on your side, basically. I grew up watching the prequels. Yeah. Well, 
And, well, and, we all did. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, um, you know, there people look more to the bad, but there was a lot of good in those films. Okay. Great characters. Okay. Uh, Get. I would call Count Dooku. C three PO. <laughs> well, no, he was already. You know. <laughs> oh, um, but Mace C-3PO Windu sucked in the originals. Mace. What? Jabba. <laughs> Did you say C-3PO sucked in the original? Fine. You go that way. Get the ha- fuck out. What does he say in the <laughs> desert? <laughs> Get the fuck out. I will fucking... <laughs> Give me the knife, Tim. <laughs> and he knows that half the problem is that I walk like C-3PO in real life. I will carve C-3PO as God oh. onto your back. No, carve will see who rusts first. Ah. That's also um, pretty violent. Uh, Sorry. I don't think Lucas will have it in his films. What? It's a little too violent. Okay. All right, hit us. Hit us, Tim, with the next. Well, either you guys talk about concerts or (laughs) we close it out. Concert stories? Well, um, you go first. All right. Let me think of um, was the first concert that I remember being someone intense. Oh, okay. Um, so, anyways, I was uh, <laughs> I was kidding. I was kidding. Go, God, no, dog. Uh, so, there's a Saber Theater in the parking of my house called the Jerry Garcia Theater because Jerry Garcia used to live in the neighborhood. That I live in. Anyway. Um, inside amphitheater, a bunch of free concerts uh, would go down. And now, when I was younger, mm-hmm. there was this uh, festival that would happen every year called Tidal Wave. And it was like all the um, heavy metal bands of the Bay Area would like play at a concert uh, up in McLaren Park. And so you would just see um, 35 plus year old uh, metalheads <laughs> just hanging out in the park uh, drinking, smoking, littering, uh, you know, doing heavy metal things. And I remember seeing this band called Ghoul one year. And so I'm with my dad, right? And we're just, uh, I'm probably like, I'm probably like 11 years old at this point. Um, and, you know, all I remember is just, um, but I remember Ghoul gets on and my dad is all like, hey, I'll give you, um, Give you ten bucks if you hop into the mosh pit. And how old did you say you were? Probably like eleven. Okay. And I did, and I got swung at, and I got knocked on the ground. Um, and mind you, this is an outdoor venue, yes. So you'd think that there'd be grass, but the mosh pit was not on the grass. The mosh pit was on concrete. 
Well, where else are you going to put the mosh pit? People were stage diving uh, off of the stage onto concrete. Uh, yeah, it was a fun, uh, fun show. Here, here's what the band Ghoul looks like. I see uh, burlap, bloody burlap sacks with eye holes uh, and some stylish plaid. Ghoul. Uh, they're a fun metal band. Um, what else did we see? Oh, we saw this band Raven. Uh, is a dad, my band my dad used to hang out with uh, back in the 80s. And I remember he got really drunk with them. And called my mom that night and was like, Hey babe, I'm with my buddies from Raven. Can you have something up for dinner tonight? <laughs> And my mom respectably declined. <laughs> I think she just told him to fuck himself. And they all went out to dinner on, like, Superdo Avenue. Hmm. Uh, that was, like, one of the first concerts. I had been to a bunch of concerts before that, but that was one of the, my first, like, memorable concerts that I will just probably never forget. Like, I remember my parents took me to go see the band War when I was a kid. Very different than uh, the Tidal Wave Festival. Um, war is like a... Um, Why can't we be friends? Yeah. That's the only song that they ever came out with. Yeah. Uh, Don't you have their album, Why Can't We Be Friends? I do. I have it on CD. I want to get it on vinyl. Hmm. But um, I remember that CD always tripped me out as a kid. It's just like a face <laughs> given like a weird smile. Um, but yeah, I did not know what marijuana smelled like at that point. So, oh. Uh, I go into the show and I'm just like, this concert smells bad. <laughs> and I just, I just wanted to be home watching cartoons. I think I was like seven years old. Uh, that's the first concert I remember going to. Man. No. No, I don't remember if it was before or after. But there was another show that my dad took me to, uh, around the same age. We saw the early 2000s band Sugar Ray opening up for the metal band Corrosion of Conformity. Now, if you guys don't know Sugar Ray, well, he knows Sugar Ray. Tim, Ooh. if you don't know Sugar Ray. I don't know Sugar Ray. They play, Who the um, that? Hey, <laughs> well, wait, wait, James, who's... Fuck <laughs> you, no, 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 wait, wait, hey, fuck me? No, fuck you, pal. Hey, fuck you, pal. Hey, you no, know, fuck you. You know what, hey, you know you're full of dick and balls, kid. Dick and balls, that's why you're full Boys, of. stop it. He, he started it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, they sing a, all these ago was the day have gone out the window. Wait, wait, wait. One more time? <laughs> no, wait, how did it go? Go on. Okay, I'm gonna just play No, 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 I want you to sing it. No, 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 no. Sing it with I'm your heart. How'd it go? I'm all things and all things to say. All things. No, come on. <laughs> oh, Sugar Ray! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <my> <laughs> oh, 
Mel Gibson. <laughs> Are we gonna get flagged for me playing? Uh, Maybe. Oh. But we'll see. <laughs> I remember watching the Bruno movie, um, <laughs> and uh, there's this like, there's this little scene where they're going over celebrities to like interview, and they're giving them really fake like hokey German names. Um, I don't remember most of them, but I remember when they l- looked at Mel Gibson's photo, they referred to him as Sifjörger. <laughs> oh my god. That was the fucking funniest thing. You, you want to laugh? Okay, so when Bruno came out, um, I took a, a date. I was on a date, and uh, I took a... The, well, it was actually... Uh, person I was going on a date with at the time she wanted to see Bruno so I was like okay you know I I was I was 18 she was 17 um, and uh, she was like uh, you know hey I don't know if I'll be able to get into this rated R film I was like yeah I'll get you in I don't know Colorado you know I don't know but anyways they let her through and um, I don't know. I don't think she ever seen, had the saw, like, no, just a R-rated film before. Mm. But when there was that scene of that giant dick on the, the silver screen, just helicopter. That's Oshbury Cohen's dick. Oh, my God, dude. It was just like a helicopter, just yeah. woof, woof, woof. I turned to the left, and I looked at her and never... I had seen someone just like turn pale. <laughs> like she was in like, she was in shock. I think she got PTSD that night. I mean, like years of therapy wouldn't be able to help solve what was PTSD. going through. Oh my God. Traumatic. disorder. <laughs> well, anyways, when it was just swirling and it finally stopped and was just staring you at like in the eye on the screen and said, Bruno on the pee hole. Oh, yeah. And then when the camera went down to your throat. I mean she like I think she fainted. It was it was pretty wild, but that was that was my That's experience. Hard. Um <laughs> What a film. What a movie. You guys never watched the Ollie G show, like prior no. to watch it? I had a snowboard with Ollie G on it, believe it or not. Boyakasha, Boyakasha, big ups to them, man. <laughs> well, I you got know. it. We'll have to watch it. Yeah, dude, I do. I have the first season on DVD. I have the second season lying around my house somewhere. Um, it's, um, I love the first episode. So, what I love more about the Ollie G okay, show. Okay, I'll have to cut you right there. Um, well, it's been great, guys. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just, all right, keep going. Keep going. Ah, <laughs> what wow! What I love about yeah! The, what I love about the first episode... Uh, what a... God damn you, Phil. Woo! What I love about the show more than I love about the movies is that... They're pretty much... The show is like... Nobody's in on it. Really? You know, Br- yeah. Bruno... Uh, oh, Borat keeps it down to a minimum like uh most okay. most of it is nobody's in on the joke uh-huh except for sasha Cohen. uh-huh 
However, mm-hmm. I do love. Uh, I still do love. You know, Borat and Bruno. Do you? But it just. Are you sure about that? Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear that slap? (laughs) Oh, oh, it's pictures of Tim as a baby. Yes. (laughs) Tim. Now, why would I leave those pictures just lying around the house, dude? What? Well, wait, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I hate to interrupt this uh, broadcast, but um, there is a picture of a hedgehog, a stuffed hedgehog. Oh, yes. In here. Um, and some drawings. And Tim looking really lost. I think this was okay. That All was right. the first time Tim got high. Oh, nope. Now there's porn. Okay. <laughs> Lots of it. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I, I think I'm in a few of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have this lying around? My girlfriend likes it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, you know, you don't want to question. But uh, how's those Oreos tasting? Tasting like pretty moon flavored to me. Pretty moon. So, on that note. So, we talked about one, two concerts that I've been to. Yeah. And this episode has gone on long enough, in my opinion. I know. This is a really dragged out episode. And you know how we... Uh, oh, and you know, I never mentioned spirit animals, but I think uh, our spirit animals uh, this week will be the two weenies from uh, that episode of Spongebob. Oh, yeah, we watched Spongebob before we got here. It's not no, bald. He had a shaved head. It was shaved. Two That's a hairdo. And Phil Which is the robot. <laughs> I think I would be the one who says, uh, he wasn't bald, he had a shaved head. No, yeah, that's me, that's me. Oh, oh, so I would be the one who's like, uh, I'd uh, I'd like to debate that theory. I saw a guy go in there and he was bald. (laughs) And fills the robot. Dude, you've been to San Francisco? That's crazy, dude. Sometimes I've been all around. Um, I would love to go there one day. That'd be cool. uh, Phil would either be... The robot? You bet your ass I would be. Oh, these cookies. They have kind of a moon flavor to them. I like to see him as Ratchmore. Um, Swear to Speedo and uh, this fucking big ass mom tattoo. Welcome to the salty Splatoon. How tough are you? And with that, good news, boppers. The big alert has been called off. It turns out that the early reports were wrong. All wrong. Now for that group out there that had such a hard time getting home, sorry about that. I guess the only thing we can do is play you a song.